Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. So before this film even came out, I had sort of a, a phase where I was really into everything about the whole concept behind Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, because it was a comic series that was based off this. And I remember there being like a PlayStation 3 download game sort of like an arcade style beat em up thing that's pretty cool oh, okay yeah. so like a little bit like a bit like a street, uh, street fighter or was it double dragon or something where it's like you you have to fight a certain amount of enemies and then you progress through the screen and the screen moves oh, along oh I know what you're meaning yeah, yeah. something like along those lines so that's, yeah so I had a phase where I was really obsessed with all to know about it read, reading the comics and all that stuff so I had high expectations for this one I knew there was this film coming out you did say that this one, you re- you were still, like, when we were re-watched it, you was quite excited to watch. Yeah, I, was, I haven't seen this in a good while, so I was quite excited to revisit this one. Obviously, it's one of Paul's that is on his list that I've never seen. Um, and I did ask him nicely this time if we could have a light-hearted one, yeah. <laughs> hearted one. So it's a Universal Studio production. Yeah, which happens to have a little retro, well, introduction at yeah. the start. The, it's like graphics. a game, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's like popping up and it's like... 8-bit graphics and the music from like a retro game. So I quite enjoyed that. I was like, oh, this this is... I kind of commented straight away, didn't I, that there was something a bit different about it. Basically, from what I've gathered, it's a 22-year-old, drippy, nerdy, <laughs> geeky, lanky guy called Scott, which is dating a beautiful and lovely, lovely 17-year-old Chinese girl called Knives and Scott's in a band so that's kind of like your concept on the main part. introduction to them so he's got it's got quite a few people in here that I actually kept on writing down people that I knew I was like we paused quite a bit because I was like oh I know this person and I can't remember yeah from all the films you've probably seen throughout this year and you know previous years or even together. Like, um TV series in as well. That, yeah, exactly. That when we're watching, there's, there's loads of people. But look, I love how I named them. So what I've wrote is, Scott's roommate is, I was like, I'm sure he looks like the guy from Home Alone, but is not exactly like him. No, I said it was his brother, actually his brother. Which, he, he looks like his twin. is like, literally like... Wait, so tell them they're the same family. Yeah. yeah. Then, Scott's sister is Poppy from The Trolls. Now, you're going to laugh at me, because I know she's in other things like is it pitch, per- pitch yeah, perfect? Yeah, perfect, yeah. And such. But for me, she's Poppy from The Trolls. The mother voice. It's the voice, yeah. yeah. And then you've got, later on, Captain America. One of the exes. Evil exes. Which is part of the main storyline. <laughs> and you've got Julie, who is one of Scott's friend's exes. And she is from Parks and Rex, and she's April. Mm-hmm. And you've also got... Captain Marvel as well. Oh, yeah, but see, weirdly, when I'm looking at her, I don't think I'd have got that if you hadn't have told yeah, it's me. Yeah, youngish at that point, yeah. Yeah, so, she doesn't seem to have in- developed into her, how she it looks. It is her, but, yeah, I know what you mean. She, somehow she doesn't quite look how she does now. I don't know why that is, considering. Yeah. It was it was like, I'd have probably thought, mm, she looks familiar, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I definitely know you, you know, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Whereas, Which... well, also Chris Evans, you know, Captain America, he looks a lot younger than 
He does. He does look a lot, role, but. a lot younger, but he still is. He just he still looks like himself, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. But just a but. younger version, which actually I think I prefer him older. Yeah, exactly. He's aged quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think his actism has improved, because I think at this point he was a bit of a joke. He seemed a bit. It seemed weird. Like a bit like a Matthew McConaughey type thing, which all oh. he did was, you know, all he did was rom coms, and then he started to get a bit better as he's gone with his career. Well, for me, it seemed a bit strange because all I know him as is mainly Captain America. That's yeah. my like go to yeah. who I know him as. So when I saw him in this like kind of weirdish role, it was like mm, he seems a bit goofbally and a bit yeah. like cheesy yeah. and stuff. And I yeah. know Captain America is, but he's like. A bit of a sweetheart, isn't he? Really, and he's like the old traditional yeah. gentleman. So to see him in a different role was a little bit strange, and his acting was weaker as well. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not a big fan of Scott's character throughout this film, even though he's the main character. I do like the movie itself, but I just don't get how a guy like him gets so many girls. Like. Yeah, I mean, the other guy, the lead singer, the talent. He doesn't seem like a drippy guy, does he? Seem like a what would be classed as a hipster type yeah, yeah. kind of vibe with his plaid shirts and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, and I get what you mean by Scott himself. I think what annoys me about the film, if there's any gripes I have with it, is that his, I wish he was played by somebody else. I feel like he's the way that, because Michael Cera normally plays these lanky, drippy characters in, is, in his in thing. I can never, t- a bit like, you see how you take certain actors and in, in roles you always sort of see them in that sort of that role in particular yeah like and I always say like Rachel from Friends yeah like every role she's in I still think she's Rachel yeah exactly or yeah Jack Black being Colin, yeah yeah and then Stuff obviously like there's so, my favorite guy Adam Sam which you know then when we see him in something else that's serious it's like Jesus this is even worse than his normal funny comedy which I don't get how that works God. But, so yeah, I think I, I can't get past that with him. And it kind of annoys me that, yeah, like you say, it's like, oh, how's this guy getting all these women seemed like... Right, you know, you him, like... This. I understand if he was, like, dropped and gorgeous, but, but he's yeah, not. And he's not no. even got, like... It's not like he's his even pers- missed personality. No, not really. <laughs> so it's... It is... Whereas in the comics, I feel like he comes... I know he's a cartoon character in that and all that stuff, but it, I can imagine someone a bit more well nerdy but cool looking and that would that would work for me if that was portrayed in a real So who action. would you in hindsight want him to be? I think if it was recast now, because I can't really think of anybody at that point who was young enough to be and to to fit that role, but I think now if it was recast it'd be maybe Tom Holland, Spider Man. Young Spider Man. Yeah, no, I, I can see, I can see that is because he is good looking, but he's a bit geeky at the same yeah. time. But he's and he's quite young, but it's wrong for me to think he's really, really dishy. Yeah. But he is, yeah, in a weirdish way. <laughs> you could kind of see the appeal, whereas yeah. with this guy, I, I, I just yeah. like his hair. It, I'm just, I'm just like, what is that? Now, actually, you know the young Neil. Is it young Neil? Yeah, young Neil. Yeah, he's quite all right. Like I. I'm thinking, well, if I out of all of them, I'm thinking young Neil seems like the nicest guy and he's, he don't look too bad to look at. So it's like, so why isn't he kind of more the main sweet yeah. character? Yeah, he's just a back, background character, isn't he, really? Yeah, he is. Poor but guy. 
really for getting all these girlfriends like he's apparently like scott's broken so many hearts and it's like how don't understand he even dated his drummer the like in this band called is kim is it yeah, kim yeah and so you can see that there's still a little bit of like a love hate thing because like once you break up with somebody it's never so going to be normal yeah, isn't it yeah i don't think you really can be friends with somebody that you've broken up with well personally for me it hasn't it hasn't worked that way so i did notice as well initially you were saying to me they were more like comic book styles like with the ding-dongs and yeah the sound effects of normal things like phones ringing and all that stuff there's that going on then i noticed as well like he was in the bar and it was a case of he had to be asked a question and he was like oh i need to go pee and then he had like this like hung like you'd have like a hunger bar in a game yeah like, yeah, like in Sims, yeah. like if you need to pee, you need to go to the toilet. Yeah. If you're hungry, you need to go yeah. for your food. So it was more like the game side of it was kicking in a little bit as well. Yeah. I really, really, really enjoyed, and I put it down here because I saw him, Scott and Knives, doing the dance mat. I absolutely loved dance mats when I was younger. I actually had one in my living room. Not like it. Not like a. Not like an arcade one. Not like an arcade one, but I think it was only PS, whatever. One, one I think. (laughs) And you can plug it in, and then it was like this fabricated thing. And me, me and Sarah had one. Yeah. And I was oh, I loved it. It was the only. I was a bit of a chubby kid. It was the only exercise I ever did was this dance machine. It was the most best investment my mum and dad could have ever got to get me actually moving. And I loved it. So when I saw them doing that, I was like, I just want to find somewhere that has a dance machine and I want you to come on it with me. And for me to see what you look like. (laughs) I think I'd be like him at the... In the second time around when you see him doing it where he's not really moving up. (laughs) Not very good hand-eye coordination kind of thing. All that stuff. No, I'm not... Well, get some of it. I'd try my best, but I don't think I'd be like getting high scores or anything with it. Oh, you'd be well impressed with me. You'd be flawed yeah. if I still got it, that is. So I did really enjoy the dance mat scene initially when they were with him and Knives. They seemed yeah. to get along quite well. well uh, and yeah. That she even did the back roll flip on yeah. him and such. It was brilliant. Mad skills. Yeah. <laughs> but then somehow this weird turn comes into the story and you don't really get what the true story is until this woman arrives Ramona mm-hmm. and she's she's the problem isn't she yeah she appears in a vision and then his dream becomes a reality he just stumbles across her I actually prefer knives I don't think there's much about her that's appealing I don't know from your perspective I think she's got a little bit of a Katy Perry look right okay she's like this mysterious kind of woman that appeals to Scott yeah so obviously Scott's had many girlfriends so kind of gets a little bit weird from here because they're in a band so they seem to have like battles ba- band battles yeah battle of the bands yeah and then out of nowhere this man starts like and i <laughs> i said to you didn't i was like is this actually happening i don't actually know now because this man just like comes out of the ceiling yeah i mean you you at this point you do have some kind of like I said, comic book style effects and motions and stuff, but this is where it really... Levels up, hey? <laughs> yeah, kickstarts into the whole fantasy element of this whole scenario where 
suddenly though, Scott's like can punch him and knock him back. I just, it, I, I have said that he's he overpowered. He's like this weakly dripping man, and it's like no way can he fight all these seven X's. It's just not possible with the way that he looks. It's like he needs to go to the gym or something to get <laughs> to a point of where he can actually have that stamina. He's like Pikachu. He's that's the thing that I've coined for it really because of how I think that Pikachu in the particularly in the anime really because that's where he seems so overpowered. Everything he fights seems to just be one shotted, and it's like yeah. how is that? That doesn't make sense in the logic of the games, but now I think it's okay with Pikachu because he's cute and he's the mascot kind of thing. He's like the main character, and he's like obviously going to be promoted, but that's fine because he's cute and he has got that lovability about him. Yeah. So it's like, but with Scott, it's like it's even more frustrating and annoying because he's not cute. It's not like. He's not even likeable as a character. He he cheats on Knives. Yeah. Who actually really, really just generally... So, like, Knives says she loves him and then he goes, I don't want to be with you anymore and breaks up with her. Who does that? This poor 17-year-old girl has pro- fallen in love with him. It's probably her first guy that she's yeah. ever loved. And then he just, is like, dumps her for Ramona. I've been there plenty of times where people have dumped me for other people and it is not nice. So I definitely mm. could sympathise with her yeah, there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so this 7X thing, it's a bit excessive. Like, I, part of me thinks, like, would you even go to the effort? If I had... I don't have 7Xs, by the way. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't have to fight that many. To... <laughs> okay. And what about, maybe, what, how many? Maybe two. Okay. <laughs> that might be manageable, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit more realistic. Yeah. Are you saying if I would I go to the effort of fighting seven? Seven, exits? yeah, exits for me. Depends how muscular they were and how. Oh no, the yeah, they're gonna be muscular, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you bother? Well, if I had superpower strength like he seems to do, then maybe I'd have a fighting chance. Where True. in this reality of thing where you can just punch people and get coins from smashing them. Yeah, that 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 sounds appealing. That does. Yeah. So there is that. It's like, is she even worth all the hassle he's going through? It's like, I just don't know if I could be bothered with it. If that makes sense, all the drama. It's like, I had a nice, happy life with knives. Nothing was complicated or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And now we've got this mysterious woman who, every time I go out somewhere, this random person wants to fight me. And it's like, mm-hmm. couldn't be bothered. So... One of the exes is Lucas Lee, which is Captain America. Like we mentioned before, yeah. He's quite a weird character and he's got this skateboard. And I thought it was quite funny that he's got this skateboard because further down the line he has a shield. And it's like he has to have a prop. The only two <laughs> movies I've seen him in, he has to have something in his hands. Yeah, it's an interesting point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that did kind of crop into my head. To be fair, he doesn't always have to have a prop with him when he's acting in films he does <laughs> Maybe nowadays. Maybe he feels but... insecure <laughs> and needs something. Safety blanket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is obviously another part to the film where Scott has this ex that's now, like, famous. Yeah, who's Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. and she's a singer and she's like... So it's like me dating Ed Sheeran before he came famous and then him becoming famous and then not wanting anything to do with me. 
would that make you feel if you were even dating him in the first place? Would that make you happy? And then sad at the same time because he left you. Well, I'd be happy that I was dating him. Yeah. And then I'd probably end up not liking yeah, him. Because, and I'd be sick of hearing his music everywhere I went, to be fair. Yeah. It'd be like, well, what's he no got fame? Yeah. And then you just dumped me yeah. for no reason because you're selfish. Mm. Not, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> I would be, I'd be proper annoyed. Well, there's this guy, I forgot his name, but I know he's a vegan. This is one of the other exes. I want to say it's Todd. Yeah, I think it begins with T. Yeah, I think it is Todd. (laughs) So it's like not dissing anybody who is a vegan or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't give you super strength and superpowers and it makes your hair glow. It might make your hair glow. It might do, because it might be more healthy nutrition. You know, there might be something in that one. But Definitely doesn't make you, you know... Eyes glow. Eyes glow and everything and manipulate you to pick up like... um, like telekinesis type thing where you can push things through And walls. he could read his mind. Yeah. And if it's a case that these, this is a thing for vegans and they're all just doing this and they're not actually telling you, well, that's another thing coming, isn't it? Yeah. So then we've got... I really enjoyed this third battle with the guitar. I don't know if you kind of... The... You have different chords, don't you? Yeah. And it was like D, 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 D when you were like... When they were playing it. The bass. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if that was kind of linking to what chord they were on when they were like doing the animation of like the Oh, sound. the sound waves. Um, probably, possibly, I don't know. But again, it was more he, Scott was doing it on like a, the very basic, mm. dun, 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 whereas Todd was doing the more complex, what you can do with the bass to make it more like groovy and... <laughs> groovy. And more, you know, it doesn't have to be just a bass, basic bass line. It can be a bit more... When you say groovy, all I've got is groovy baby in my head. Groovy baby. <laughs> Never heard you say groovy before. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's proper tickled me. There is a fourth X, <laughs> which Ramona normally says X's, whereas Scott says ex-boyfriends, which obviously is incorrect women can and men can decide whatever sex they want they can have different exes it doesn't have to just be boyfriends yeah so there is an ex-girlfriend which ramona ends up fighting on behalf of scott because scott apparently won't punch a girl and i'm thinking at this point he's just like sick to death of having to fight somebody and he's like that's just an excuse it's not really like he's not wanting to fight a girl i think so i feel like that's like a bit of a cop-out yeah but he does have to fire with Ramona being like puppet master there, like yeah, making him punch her or kick her or whatever. So I think that one loses its touch a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And the way he wins the fight is by touching the back of her knee. Yeah, but, that was a bit of a weird one to go game coins. Yeah, I mean it could have been a lot worse to be honest. It was touching somewhere else. What right is it? Twelve. Uh, twelve. Yeah. So you've got. Which is quite good, because I think after a bit, it does get a little bit repetitive of these exes popping up. They kind of kill two birds in one stone with this one, and she dates twins, which kind of... Begs the question, how does that work? But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she dated one and then dated the other. At, at the same time. Or at the same time. Or got confused. She's got that. a little bit of a reputation, I think, hasn't she? Yeah. So this is another, like, band battle. But yeah. 
but these two are more like almost like DJs? DJ ones. So yeah, but then they're still doing their own bassy. Yeah, they're using thing. using like just yeah the speakers the effects to make these dragon twin dragon things to come mm, and attack. I thought you'd yeah. like that. Yeah, it's quite it, good. I've noticed it does have quite a bit of Chinese kind of within it. So obviously you've got the knives and the fact of the way that they've kind of stereotypicalized her. So like she's the seventeen year old schoolgirl. Which and... is what Scott's sisters at the start mentions like, oh come on, that's just so cliche. Yeah. Yeah. But she does look like just like a typical Chinese yeah. like schoolgirl. Yeah. So then we meet Gideon. Who's who's at this event with the twins? And Ramona seems to always fall back in love with him. It's like one of those bad relationships that you just on and off and yeah. constantly going back to somebody cause you don't, but you don't know why because you don't want to. Turns out later he's put like a microchip in the back of her head or something that he's like claimed her or something and he's owning her in a sense. Yeah, it's more like that. But she says, obviously, well, like somewhat hypnotising, I'm not sure. So basically... Ramona dumps Scott at this point to go back with Gideon. Yeah. Which always a sleaze ball, isn't he? Yeah, he comes across that way, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, come on, if I'd have had none of your exes, to be fair. But if I had to pick between Scott and Gideon, I'd probably have picked Scott. <laughs> it does then come into like this quite cool little battle. So you've had like it feels like a game where you kind of gradually get to a point of where you start off easy. Yeah, I guess you um, could say that. Yeah, because that's like the start when Scott's like proper beating the first one up, and it's really easy and didn't take that long. After the fourth one, he's much, getting but, a yeah, bit fed up. Right. Yeah. Um, because the vegan one was quite intense, wasn't it? it yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a difficult mid-level range boss. And then it seemed to be that it was getting a bit more challenging. So it seems like he definitely needs to bring more of his A game with this one. It seems as well, like you know, like in Skyrim. You can kind of do like little, probably in any other game, but my reference is like you can level up your health, your stamina, your magic. Yeah. And you can kind of like choose like at the beginning what kind of character you want to be. Skills and yeah. St- yeah, that kind of Skills stuff. and matrix and stuff like that. So initially. Once you defeated the twins, he also got an extra life, didn't he? Oh, well. yeah, he leveled up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he did. He leveled up. Yeah, yeah, because that's kind of important for what happens in this fight. He seems to say that he loves Ramona and he levels up and gets a love sword to help him defeat Gideon. That sounds a bit wrong when you say that. That's what it said in the corner. (laughs) So he's able to try and defeat Gideon. But in the end, he actually, just Scott actually dies. It's like game over. Gideon kills him. But like a normal game... You can persevere through when you die, which is not like real life, just so you know. <laughs> Once you're dead, you're dead. But in the game, you can retry and retry and retry until you're fed up, basically. So it's like game over, but retry again, which I thought was really funny. And this time, it's like two players decide to defeat Gideon the boss. Yeah, he does the he approaches it a bit differently. He gets knives to help him defeat Gideon. The KO him in the in the end. Yeah. Because Knives actually comes in and tries to, in the middle of the loved one, take down Ramona. Yeah. And then she 
he retries again and he apologises to Knives, says it was his fault for cheating on her and that it's not Ramona, that Ramona didn't actually steal him away from her. And he gets a Mega Scott solo round. After he defeats Gideon, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was quite funny because it's like it definitely feels like in the end it's more like a game you're watching this play out, yeah. Then an actual movie, it's literally kind of slowly, gradually, and gradually, gradually ramped up to this game. So, like when you were saying more comic, there is a bit of a comic book strip showing Ramona's like past relationship history. Yeah, definitely that because that is, I believe, literally taken from the comics themselves. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah that's that quite stuff. cool. Yeah. But then I feel like there's a strong yeah, game. It's like a mix of both, but you, but sort of bringing it into a live action yeah which i heavily liked yeah the stylistic choice of this is really good they really stand out it's something i haven't seen before in a film really as well i haven't seen something like this before i don't know if there is but i haven't seen something out there that does do this no i can't rightly off the top of my head think of anything else that's quite like this either really that works in the only other thing I was thinking of, but I haven't actually seen it, was relating to that Pac-Man or Pixel. But that's more your game characters. This isn't actually based on... It's just more game-like scenarios, things. Yeah, I don't... Well, certainly don't think you'd be watching it because your favourite actor's in it. Is it? Yes. And some of his other fellow... Douchebags. Douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is... I think there's Tyrion in it. Oh. Why have they put him with everybody else? They have to put, basically have paid him the most money, aren't they? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, probably Adam, Adam Sandler probably got the biggest cut, of course. You could, I don't know. I don't no, know. He, seriously, no. He shouldn't even get paid for acting. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed. He's that rubbish. He should just be allowed to do it as a hobby. He shouldn't give him money <laughs> praising him. <laughs> Anyways, Ramona says that Scott is the nicest guy. And weirdly in the end, I always always seem to want a different ending to films. I don't, I don't know what my head wants. Obviously, mm-hmm. legitimately, mm-hmm. you would assume that Scott and Ramona should walk off into the sunset. He's defeated all the seven exes. Yeah, that's his reward for the end of it, yeah. But I didn't want that to happen. No, I kind of get what you mean by that, because... Maybe it would be like, you know, like if maybe you should have realised at the start you didn't really need need her. It was Knives all along that you should have really been focusing on. But Yeah, because Knives were there for him even when she didn't need to yeah. be. She always had his back and what did Ramona actually bring forth <laughs> to him in that relationship apart from grief and hassle? Yeah. Whereas Knives was genuinely in love with him. Like, I still don't think Ramona... Felt as strongly about him as Knives did. She kind of did, but it wasn't the same sort of love and admiration. I guess it, she was a bit more of a harder character, I'd say, to you know, Crack, to, in yeah, a sense. Yeah. yeah. So I do think I would have actually, if I were him, or if he was my son, and I I had a choice of him bringing home Ramona or Knives, I definitely want him to bring home Knives. Ramona would just not be a character for me that I could see. Me being happy with my son dating. dating. Right, okay. The fact that she's ha- is put him through hell and then dumped him and then said, right, I'll leave you yeah. to be happy kind of thing. And it's like, well, 
what what was the point in all of that then if I'm not going to be with you? Just done all this and then I still don't get like the trophy, so to speak. So I get why it ended that way, but actually I think Knives was genuinely more loving. So I think that's pretty much everything in a nutshell mm. of the film. <laughs> so nutshell, but yeah, <laughs> gone on for a while, but yeah. I do really like the comic style of the game. The ding dongs, the rings. The game? Yeah, it feels like a game to me. <laughs> yeah. Because I can actually do it a lot in the past when you've played games. Like, I can sit and watch a game and be quite happy watching it. I know you don't think you could watch me playing a game. You probably would want to take it off me and do it differently. But... Yeah, I get that sometimes. <laughs> but then, yeah, unless, especially if it's a game I've played a certain way and then I'm watching you try to play Try to play it. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Playing it how you do it, and I'm like, no, no, that's uh, kind of like, no, it's not how I do it, but I know that I've got to accept that sometimes that's not. People play, does the same. same. Depends on how, what kind of game that is, of course. If it's very linear, then you've got not much choice, but if it's open world, like mm. Skyrim, for example. Yeah, because you like to be right zoomed in. Like, I want to see my character. I don't want to pretend I'm in that world. So you mean. Third, that's, I don't know. I found that more engaging, but that's just... I can't see where I'm going. It makes me dizzy. <laughs> anyway, you um, like the style of the... Yeah, and I don't think I've seen that before, personally. I think there's a lot of good in the film, and it really is light-hearted, which I did ask for. I just don't think... I don't think the character, even if you had somebody playing it differently, he would be likeable. You think? Yeah, because the character's not going to change, mm. is it? No, I, I maybe give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it might have obviously the dialogue be the same, but maybe not see, come across as as whiny. Maybe yeah, because it does seem a bit pathetic, doesn't it? Yeah, so and not like woe is me kind of thing, and it's like yeah, you know. But I do. It does bring me back to kind of like when you just graduated university. Mm. It feels like that kind of like you're in that kind of limbo where. You graduated, you thought everything was going to be amazing and you were going to get your dream job and then you're like, oh, okay. And you're kind of st- stepping into the yeah. real world. There's almost the same age as their character as well. I think it was 21. Oh, right. Yeah, because it would came out in 2010. So Yeah. So I just turned 21 for July. So So you kind of can relate to <laughs> that limbo kind of... In a sense, every- yeah, I guess. But thinking everything's going to have... be amazing. Loads of... Yeah. Girlfriends, <laughs> trying to, you know. Oh. <laughs> but then it turns out I would have to if I was going to fight boyfriend. Well, not girlfriends for Paul. I'd have to fight more than mine anyway. <laughs> that's so she did better than me. So ready to score the film? Yeah, which is I actually haven't thought about this time. Not on. not as easy to do. Do you think? No, I don't think it is because there is so many likable things about the film. Yeah. The main part that I dislike is I just don't really like the main character and I don't think it's the person who's acting as him. It's just just don't like the character. As a whole? As a whole, yeah. Right. He's just drippy and geeky, which is not, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think he, you can have your nerdy, geeky lovables and I feel like he thinks he's something better than he actually is mm-hmm. and that yeah. frustrates me a little bit. Okay. Because it's like, well, you know what's special, really, <laughs> to be fair. 
But apart from that, I think everything like to the other characters. Other characters. Um, Knives was my favorite, and Young Neil, um, <laughs> which is so daft. I I don't know why I do this. I always pick characters that are not even that. Sideline ones. Yeah, I do like a good sideline character. I love an underdog, and I love somebody who's genuinely a nice character to like really really like and i think i kind of go into the lines of who i'd want to be friends with right okay or hang around with and it's like scott i don't really know what he'd bring to my life really okay i feel like it'd be a lot of hassle and that comes across but okay (laughs) (laughs) i think my score b i know you really like this film as well gonna have to be a five what no that can't be right no it's not gonna be <laughs> just oh, want right. to be cruel okay God. <laughs> that was cruel i'm thinking jeez what really <laughs> oh your face was so funny <laughs> uh, okay right real score now please <laughs> um i'd say an eight okay i'm gonna say the same as well Woohoo! Oh. not gonna high five now Right, for that, for that stunt. <laughs> no, I, I for an eight because it isn't really enjoyable. And it was great to rewatch it again. It definitely has to rewatchable, yeah. not to try and spot something different, but just for the the visuals of yeah. the thing. It's very bright, and colourful, and so there's an attachment with around the time that this film came out, and also the stuff before it, where it's about reading the comics and everything. And it's got a great soundtrack too. But I think that lets it down is, again, like we've just been discussing about Scott himself, how he's the actor who plays him. And it's like, I wish it were someone else, really. Everything else about them, all the other characters and everything, all solid and all that. There's nothing. It's got quite a good cast, actually. Yeah, I yeah. think it's one of those. Quite broad, diverse. People. You can see where they've actually grown in their careers. This might have been like yeah. a stepping stone to help them yeah, further their careers. Definitely, yeah, definitely. But so it's just him that sort of lets it down, really. Unfortunately, but. he just seems a bit of a goofball in general, really. But I just I get where you're coming from with gelling, but I don't know for me personally if it would make any difference if okay. his character wasn't a little bit nicer. Yeah. Right. Okay. But I do think he. I definitely would rewatch it again. I wouldn't be. A, any qualms in doing that just made me want to play old games <laughs> i think that's yeah. that's what i got yeah, from that vibes from yeah it, yeah definitely it was like oh i just really want to play all these games I and mean, it makes you wonder sometimes i don't know if anybody else feels this way like oh i used to love playing this game what what did i ever do why did i sell it and you know you get to that yeah that's why i like to keep especially nowadays keep hold of things that i think you know you never know when you might be like oh i wish i had that old game or that oh, I just end up losing them somehow yeah. I don't know why yeah. mine I feel like mine just walk off the shelf yeah I know what you mean but I know most people can do emulators of stuff these days you know just get it on the PC and just run it off some mm. code or whatever but yeah it's not quite the same I guess no it's true but, so I think that's it yeah that's it for this episode so thank you everybody for listening Yep, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts. So remember, you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. Yep, and also, we did do something new last week, so if you haven't had a chance to catch it, 
we have had an interview with a lovely Canadian. Yep, Nick Forda. So definitely go and give that a listen. It is definitely worth listening to. He's got so much insightful stuff to say. So Yeah, please go have a listen to that. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the handle SP Film Viewers. And of course, you can follow our Facebook page too. So thank you again. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts. Might give you an option of something to watch while we're in these lovely, lovely circumstances that we're going through. It might be some lightheartedness that people might need. Yep. So thank you once again and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Take care. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.